We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Lamar Jackson, Kyle Hamilton, and Roquan Smith all gave mad respect to Patrick Mahomes during Wednesday's press conference ahead of their matchup on Sunday. But Bobby, if you're expecting them to bow down to Mahomes, well, you have another thing coming. Roquan, he doesn't bow down to anybody, and he made that abundantly clear when a reporter asked him if playing Mahomes is like taking a graduate-level course on defense. He did not stutter with his answer, did he? Oh, he did not. (laughs) I am Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Thursday, January 25th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So the team's injury report is looking better and better as the AFC Championship draws near Sarah. We're going to take a look at Marlon Humphrey and Mark Andrews, both gracing the field on Wednesday. We'll also let you know who was missing as well. Yeah, plus, Bobby, surprise, surprise, Richard Sherman says he's betting against Lamar Jackson this weekend, whereas Rob Gronkowski, he's taking the exact opposite position. We have all of that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news and our opinions in about 30 minutes. So, it was one of those, like, kind of big feel type press conferences it was in the auditorium rather than just the outside media portion where they typically would have Wednesday press conferences so it kind of felt like the setup that they had in London well London wasn't as big as what we have coming up this weekend it's the first AFC championship played in Baltimore in Ravens franchise history last time in Baltimore as documented you got to go back to the 1970 season so let's be clear Every single Ravens member thus far, as we tape this on Wednesday evening, has been extremely respectful to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They are the reigning champs. They deserve that. Now, Marcus Williams, we'll get to him, what he had to say. It wasn't disrespectful. It was more like, hey, they got to come through us. We'll get to that in just a second. But this reporter's question, like we mentioned in the intro, I thought, (laughs) you got to be better prepared than this to ask Roquan this. Maybe he wanted to get this kind of response. If he did... Well, job well done. Here's Roquan and a reporter talking Chiefs. You, know, you guys have really been known this year for really taking apart quarterbacks. And the other two quarterbacks still in the playoffs, you've beaten them already. Does playing against Mahomes feel sort of like the graduate level course in what you guys have done all year? 
No, I don't think it's a graduate level course. I think it's a it's a course that has to be done, and uh, we're going to get it done. That's that's the message. It's not about oh this. He puts his pants on just like any any other quarterback. Yes, he's an elite quarterback, but at the end of the day, we're an elite defense, and that's that's our job to stop the opposing offense, and that's what we're, that's our job, play in and play out, and that's what we got to do. They can't be being overlooked right now. I think there is some of that happening. I think a good wide portion of this country is rooting for the Ravens hard. I think the sideshows that come along with the Kansas City Chiefs have grown old in some folks' eyes throughout the football world. Uh, but you got to give this team their respect. Come on now. it's it's Kansas City's been here six times in a row. We understand that. But to almost dismiss like some are doing the Ravens because of what that championship pedigree has looked like in years past with Kansas City, to me, is unfair, and it's also neglecting and not acknowledging what they have done to date this year, which has been pretty dang special. And Marcus Williams is on the same page as Roquan Smith. Here he is on the Up and Adam show. If we just do our job when when he when he dials it up, it will contain contain these guys. I think it's just it's just all about us. We we go in the film room, we watch film, and we just do our job. Like I said, that's, that's really all you have to do. You do your job. We have great DPs. We have great linebackers, uh, great, uh, D linemen. I, I think, you know, we can match up against anybody and they got to come in here and see us. I mean, they got to see us, right? It's not like, Oh, we're no, they got to come into the bank and they got to play us at the end of the day. So they got to prepare just as much to, to handle what we have to throw at them. Now, now Bobby here, <laughs> Here's the thing on all this, and I'm going to repeat myself, and I'll, I'll say this forever. You respect your opponents, but you do not fear them. That question where Roquan was answering, that Roquan was answering, that was the third time he was asked about Roquan. The third time. And each time, he gave Mahomes his respect, calling him an elite quarterback, this and that. But it had to get to the third question where you're saying, but is he a graduate-level course? Okay. Just to be clear, Sarah, it was the third time that Roquan was asked about Patrick Mahomes, correct? Yeah, what did I say? Okay, that's, that's okay. You just said Roquan twice. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, no, Roquan, Roquan was asked about Patrick Mahomes three times. That was yep. the third time. And the third time was more of a, like, it, it went to, like, the, it, not quite there. He said graduate level. But, like, there is a tendency in the media to treat him. And sometimes it happens with other players, too. Some people treat Lamar this way. But it becomes, like, a deity level. And it's like, if we're talking about respect but not fear, Roquan Smith's answer is exactly what it should be. Yes, he's elite. Yes, he is. But guess what? We're elite too. Are we, are we supposed to pretend? Because as soon as the media want the Ravens to start putting Patrick Mahomes on a higher pedestal than themselves, how do you expect them to go in there and beat him? If you if you feel like he's on a different level than you, now if somebody asks him, hey, is he is he like who's better, like the rookie quarterback CJ Stroud or Patrick Mahomes? I'm sure Roquan would have said Mahomes, but that's not it's not it. It's like oh now you now you're getting a, a graduate level course. You're getting it, Roquan. You haven't you faced some quarterbacks and you've dismantled them, but but now are you going to go through a graduate course because you've never played Patrick Mahomes before? No, 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 no. Roquan, Roquan is a, ga a graduate. Roquan is a PhD, okay? If we got a PhD versus a PhD. Let's not, let's not pretend that one is higher than the other. And so what's funny about it 
And I'm for this to a certain extent, Bobby. Every team looks for a little bit extra edge. I've talked about this many times. Michael Jordan did it. He's always looking for a little edge. When, when Mike Florio says you're going to get kicked the bleep, you're the bleep kicked out of you, that's legit finding stuff for the edge. But Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and his, uh, his health performance and player development coach has, is taking it to another level, okay, to the point that he, you go to his Twitter page and uh, he is just like every little thing he can. First of all, he takes, you know how on YouTube there's those videos? You know how there's those videos where uh, it, I don't know who's ripping them, but they're ripping stuff from shows. And then they put on a headline that literally is not in the video. Like it's nowhere to be found, but it got you to click in. So here's this. Somebody took a screen grab of this video that's not real. That says Mahomes is nothing against Lamar, pretending Kyle Vanoy said that. Well, if you click on it or if you watch the interview, Kyle said nothing of the sort. And then, and then this was taken of Roquan today instead of saying, yes, Mahomes is elite, but he puts his, but he's just like any other quarterback in how he puts on his pants. But then he just takes just like any other quarterback, as if he's basic, as if the Ravens are putting that off. So this is like next level fishing for an edge. I'm all for find the edge, but let's not misrepresent what, what the players are saying because now, now it's not because what you're looking for is saying, I want to see if anybody's going to disrespect us. And when you take the players and give them get and put words in their mouth or misrepresent them, well, now you're disrespecting the Ravens. Now you're disrespecting the players. Now this little game that you were trying to have, trying to look for disrespect, now you're the one doing the disrespecting. But I promise you, Roquan Smith heading into this, as much as you respect Mahomes, he bows down to nobody. And this is going to be a fight. Ravens are living rent-free in this guy's head. Bobby Stroop. Man, I'm kind of embarrassed to share a first name with him. Come on, man. You got, I, I know you're always looking for your edge, but that's just so petty. It's so inaccurate in the Kyle Van Noy case. That's ridiculous. But hey, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do to do not, whatever you not, need to you do. You can do whatever you got to do, but don't misrepresent people. I'm just Go saying, out I think and they're, find the edge, but don't misrepresent people. That's my thing. I'm saying, I, I think him stooping down that low has him a little bit worried about this weekend. He knows that the <laughs> Chiefs aren't as, as what they once were. So we'll have to see. What Ray Lewis once was, a lot of people feel like what the Ravens have in Roquan Smith. And Lamar Jackson made a really interesting comment about Roe and Ray during his Wednesday press conference. Man, he brought the, the Ray, Ray Lewis juice back, you know, for, for our generation. Um, the grit, you know, the, the everything, you know, the leadership, um, his poise, his aggression. You know, we, we needed that from our, from our linebacker, um, from both of them, you know, him and Patrick. Um, they're doing a wonderful job, but, but Ro, he's just unbelievable. You know, we, we needed that, and I'm glad we got him. Eric did a great job. Brought the juice back to our generation. One thing you've seen from the folks Ray's age and, and others in that generation that they, they call this one soft. They call it, man, I could never play in this one. Or, man, I'd be fined week in and week out. And perhaps that's true. It's, it's a different generation with different regulations put down by the NFL. But one thing for sure, Roquan Smith is an old school thumper. He plays the game the right way. He's next level physical. He talks the talk, he walks the walk, and he backs it up every single week. And so for Lamar to make that generation, 
I'd imagine respectfully the old heads out there are saluting them there because they love what they see in Roquan and Ray is certainly among them. Ray Juice, I love that. And here's John Harbaugh and what Roquan has brought to the team. Yeah, I mean, our scouts do a great job. I think of Joe Ortiz going back and scouting Roquan back at Georgia. You know, those are all in the reports, you know, so you kind of, you knew what kind of a guy you were getting for sure. And then you saw him at Chicago and how he conducted himself and how he played. Uh, but you never know until a guy's here exactly how it's going to fit, in, you know, in your chemistry. And uh, it's definitely been right. You know, it's definitely been a perfect fit, perfect match. He's just been himself. And, uh, uh, you know, he was, he was always a raven. He just didn't know until he got here, I guess, to quote the great Steve Smith, you know. So uh, it's been a great fit. I think he does make everybody around him better, to your point. The greatest players tend to do that, right? Best acquisition in team history, perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, for now, I'm giving the edge to, uh, or at least in terms of trades, I'm put, giving the edge to Anquan Bolden. But if the Ravens win the Super Bowl this year, I would give it to Ro um, Roquan because then he'd be here longer and have helped get a Super Bowl ring here. Right. The jury's still out. Should it be in yeah. the conversation? You can't 1, truly, right. You, and you can't truly measure that until ultimately he brings a bowl to Baltimore, which they're one game away from at least playing for. A guy that's been there before. We know this. Patrick Mahomes. We've already mentioned him. Lamar talked about going up against him, and in classic Lamar form, he was funny, transparent, and honest with this. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just – I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight, heavyweight matchup. That's, that's just what I see. We can't overshadow what's in front of us right now, not at all. You know, those guys are um, the former former Super Bowl champions. And to be a champion, you got to go through a champion, you know, so th that's pretty much the mindset. Mm, that is what we've been saying all week, Bobby. It's like it's, this is the appropriate opponent to get to the Super Bowl because to be become great, you have to beat the great, the greats. And that's that's what Patrick Mahomes represents in the NFL today. Meanwhile, as everybody on the Ravens gave respect to Patrick, don't fear him, but gave him all the respect, he gave respect right back to Lamar Jackson today. Yeah, I know. It's challenging. Um, the way he's able to just be a competitor and score the, score the football, obviously, and then their entire team. I mean, it's a, it's a tall task. you got to go out there and play your best football, and if you make any mistakes, it seems like uh, the game's going to go the other way. So uh, uh, we've been able to play in a couple games, not in a few years now. Um, but I've admired watching him from afar and know that uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us every time we go up against him. Yeah. So Way it should be. Re so respect, respect, no fear. So the other thing with Lamar is he's keeping focused. I mean, obviously, this is a big moment. I try to express that in our last um, uh, vault where I was saying that, you know, listen, in no way is – anybody's career going to be completely written this weekend. That being said, a win for either quarterback is going to be massive for their, for their legacy, right? Especially if they go on and continue to win the whole thing. Now, while that's true, and that's what we talk about in the media, that is not any type of weight that Lamar needs to be putting on himself right now. And just as he's done all year long, all year long, he's treating this like any other game. How does it feel, Lamar? How does it feel to be in the AFC Championship game? Uh, no, not really. Um, no different feeling. You know, it's, a, it's another game, um, a high level um, atmosphere game. That's about it. You know, the uh, atmosphere is going to be different.
we've often we've often spoken about the parallels between how locked in the state of being locked in that he's in with the late great Kobe Bryant's mama mentality. And I felt like that was on full display with this answer in terms of you know, where they are right now in their ultimate process of reaching that goal. No, because the mission isn't complete. You know, once that, once that mission is complete, then I'm going to have an answer for you. <laughs> Listen, this is the, if you want to know what locked in means, this is it. This is it. Cool, calm and collected when there's, so much noise around you when there's everybody's trying to put pressure on you when when you got people like us talking about legacy it's just like locked in means to block all of that out and control what you can control block do not give your energy to any of the noise control what you can control be the best that you can be and everything else will take care of itself one game at a time Speaking of locked in, this guy's been exactly that this year. And this battle, this this potential matchup that we'll see inevitably is going to be a good one. And that's Ravens safety Kyle Hamilton and Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. And the numbers tell you that, yeah, get your popcorn ready. Kelsey logged 49.4% of passing snaps from the slot this season, whereas Kyle... He had a 0.45 yards per slot coverage (laughs) snap allowed this season, which ranked first in all of the NFL defensively. So, look, we we know this guy's drawn the assignments before when it comes to star tight ends on the other side of the field, and you get the sense that's going to be the case this time around as well. Here is Kyle talking about the challenge at hand. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player in our league, and he's been a great player for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been uh, watching him at this level, and he's earned every – ounce of respect that he's gotten to this point and it's going to be a challenge. Um, I'm part of the plan to hopefully take him away, but it's a team effort at the same time. You know, we got to have guys up front rushing the quarterback, make it uh, unclear on Mahomes, and then in the back end, you know, it's not going to be man-to-man the whole game. We got to have guys in the right spots, guys attached to him, that kind of stuff. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. He, I mean, he, he, he he's kind of like Lamar in that sense. He, Kyle Hamilton is always so even keel. He is always so even keel, and that's pretty remarkable for this this second year player. But uh, he's he's right in that it's going to be a team effort, and at the same time, this is a matchup I'm going to be watching. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, we all know it. He's been one of the best tight ends over the last decade. And we saw what he, he's done in these playoffs, what he did against the Bills. And I know that while it is a team effort, he's not going to be on Travis the whole time. He's a, he's a part of that game plan, as he said. And he will be a massive piece on defense. Travis reaffirmed last weekend and throughout parts of this year that the guy's still here. He's still here. Yep. These these Chiefs are still here, and the Ravens are going to try and do something about that. What they'll hopefully have with them while doing so is Mark Andrews, who potentially is making his return for the first time since that hip drop tackle sustained by or, or get divvied out by Logan Wilson on that Thursday night against the Bengals. It led to a significant ankle injury. Surgery followed, and now 60 days removed. Mark Andrews looks like he's going to give it a go. Before we get into the injury report, he is, here's Ian Rappaport on the latest, courtesy of NFL Network. Kind of came close to coming back last week. Remember, he is on injury reserve dealing with a cracked fibula and some ligament damage. Was not quite able to get on the field last week. The target was always the AFC title game. It was just really on Baltimore to get there. They are now there. They're one of these final four teams. Mark Andrews is expected to play to make his dramatic comeback, barring a setback. Okay. There you have it. Hey, this is not a surprise based off of the fact that he practiced a full participant three times last week. And then this week, here we are. We're first Wednesday practice report. Here he is again, full participation. So at this point, it would be a surprise if he did not play. So uh, I do not share the fears. And I'm using the word fear. If there's some people that just have their eye on it. I'm fine with it, but I do not share the fear of Mark Andrews coming back at all. At all. People are just like, uh, I just don't, I don't understand it. Where like there's, it's, it's almost like everybody looks at it as like, uh, he's somehow going to ruin the offense. If, if a great player returns and you have great players in likely and Zay and everybody else, that great player opens things up for other great players. Yep. The only thing that matters is that Todd Munkin and Lamar Jackson spread the ball around. But having more great players is a good thing. It's a good thing. To me, when people are fearing his return with Isaiah Likely more than anything, that's disrespecting Lamar and Todd Munkin. You're saying, I don't trust Lamar to move the ball around to everybody. You know what I mean? Or that that Todd Munkin is going to forget about everybody else. So it's it's not Mark's job to tell Lamar where to pass the ball. That's not his job. It's not his job to tell Todd Munkin what where he should be in the uh, in the in the reads as he as Lamar goes through the reads and who's first, second, and third, and all that. So I want to make sure Mark is healthy. And I understand, like I said, if you want to keep an eye on it, make sure that it doesn't, he doesn't become a, a target at the expense of everybody else. 
but I'm putting my faith that in Lamar and Todd Munkin that they're still going to share the ball and this offense is still going to be rolling because I feel like when Mark, I don't feel like the the offense quite hit its stride. I still don't think the, the offense has hit the the level that it could. Like that's how much I still think there's meat left on the bone and they're super good. Like I am excited for a healthy Mark Andrews to get out there and I challenge Todd Munkin to make sure he can get both Isaiah Likely and Mark out there at the same time, and I trust that Lamar will keep spreading the ball around. I think Lamar agrees with you. Uh, a lot. You know, that's my, like I said, bread and butter, you know, big bro. But um, it'll it, it definitely mean a lot. You know, um, we already got guys who stepped up, like Likely, you know, Bate, OB, Nelly, got Charlie, got all these guys that stepped up. Um, but with, with, uh, with Mark and the, the type of guy he is, the, the type of, you know, uh, caliber player he is and what he brings to the table for us, It'll definitely mean a lot for us. All right, so there you have it. We're not going to live in a world where we're <laughs> concerned fearful about potentially good players. Fearful <laughs> of good players on your team? Come on. We're not going to live in a world where, where we're going to be concerned about adding an all-pro tight end back into the mix as you are one win away from competing for a Super Bowl. So he's a full participant. Mark's going to try and give it a go, you would think. Marlon Humphrey and Delshawn Phillips were both Listed as limited participants on Wednesday with calf and shoulder injuries, respectively. Tylen Wallace was a DNP, which puts his status in jeopardy for this weekend with that knee that's been nagging him. Rocky Asin has a knee. He was limited. And then Kevin Zeitler, just a rest day for the vet who's been around for a while. Uh, he was a DNP on Wednesday. Kyle Barber, one of the beat reporters out there for uh, within the within the reporter circle, caught this video of Marlon Humphrey practicing just so you can get an idea of how he's moving. Okay, speaking of a loose environment out there, very loose with the music, yeah. and Marlon's just kind of for the audio-only audience. He was just... Nothing crazy about that clip, him just getting some drills in, no crazy cutting, but here's some photos as well, looking like that, uh, well, how can you really tell how the calf's feeling with the, with the sweatpants on in photos, but hey, it's a good good step forward for a guy who hadn't practiced really in three weeks, right? Step forward, and John Harbaugh said on Monday in the beginning of the week that, you know, depending on how much he practices, you'll see whether or not that means he'll play on Sunday. It wouldn't surprise me, though, Bobby. I mean, Mark Andrews was – and, again, it's different injuries. Mark Andrews had surgery, all of that. Um, this is a calf that you're just – you know, time heals it. Um, and so – but it wouldn't surprise me if if he's limited today, whereas Mark was full all last week and didn't play. Maybe maybe this is a ramp up. We'll, we'll, I think it's still something that we're going to want to see his designation and whether or not he's active on Sunday – but for his sake, I'd love for him to be dressed up, ready to go, and then trust the trainers, trust the players, and trust the coaches that everybody is going to be in a position to win. This is not a situation where it's like, oh, we owe anything to Marlon or Mark, and let's get them out there, even if they're, you know, if they're if their injuries are hampering them more than their backups. Uh, but if they're healthy, if they're healthy, let's get them suited up and let's go. Some quick notes on the Chiefs. Their Pro Bowl guard, Joe Tooney, he's not going to practice on Wednesday. Did not practice, I should say, on Wednesday due to the pec injury. And in the words of one of Adam Schefter's sources, he's unlikely to play on Sunday against the Ravens. But another source also told him he's going to work like crazy to play. So he was one of the several Chiefs that did not practice on Wednesday. Isaiah Pacheco, their second-year running back, who's that violent runner, 
right? Runs with his almost as if he's hurtling guys because his knees are coming up so so high, and he really is quite a quite a talent. He did not practice on Wednesday. Sky Moore is on IR. Trey Smith, Mike Edwards, Joe Tooney, and Derek Nottie are, are your Chiefs that did not practice. Willie Gay, Legereus Sneed, and Blaine Gabbert were limited. So really, the ones to watch here: Tooney and Pacheco, because of what they mean to the offense. Those are those are big. That those two are a big deal, and their list is definitely longer than the Ravens. But uh, something to watch throughout the week. Okay, some predictions. Some predictions are already coming out there, correct? Uh, let's start with Rob Gronkowski because the former Patriot tight end, former Buccaneers tight end, he is riding with Baltimore. And I just think the Baltimore Ravens are just too much of a consistent team. They have too much firepower on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the, uh, on the ball. So I just can't see the Baltimore Ravens losing this game. I can see Kansas City Chiefs wow. giving no, for, for, for sure, fire battle, but I just don't see the Ravens losing. I mean, this year they have beaten every team, every winning team they have played this year by like two touchdowns. I don't see the Ravens going down. I, I agree with Gronk here. Right. I mean, every, I mean, they've beaten seven playoff teams by an average, I believe, of 22 points. So I agree. I will not be betting against the Ravens. Spoiler alert for when we do our predictions later this week. But you know who is betting against the Ravens? Who do you, who, who, in, who could it possibly be? Uh, could it be somebody who has bet against Lamar this entire year, it, 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 in, at least in terms of becoming the MVP or saying he wouldn't vote for him? So here we go. Richard Sherman, he ate, he ate a little bit of pro last week, but that doesn't mean he's going with Lamar moving forward. I'm, I'm betting against Lamar because I've only seen Patrick Mahomes lose in the playoffs to Burrow and Brady. I've only seen him lose one yep. Super Bowl. He's been to three. I've seen him lose an AFC championship game to Burrow. I've seen him lose to, to, to Brady in AFC championship. I've not seen anybody else send him home with a loss. And so it's not about, it's not about Lamar. Bobby, just to be clear, I don't have good. any problem. I'm not, yeah. I'm not Bobby Stroop. Uh, like, if people are going to pick against the Ravens, that's fine, especially if they're doing it respectfully. I mean, listen, it's not crazy for anybody to pick the Chiefs based off of what Mahomes has done. It's also not crazy for the for anybody to choose the Ravens like Gronkowski's doing based off of what Lamar and this defense has done. It's not crazy either way. It's just hilarious that that Sherman keeps doing this all year long. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It'll make for good content on the other side if they continue to do what they do in for route sure. to the mission. Speaking of the mission, the Ravens knew what their mission was as a team. <laughs> yes, they okay? did. And it was mission accomplished. Your legends of the game, as we suggested earlier, not that they're listening to the show, who knows, but Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, Franchise greats are going to be your legends of the game. T-Pain will be your halftime performer. There's going to be giveaways. The great Jonathan Ogden is going to be your honorary captain. The Ravens walk will looks like Anquan Bolden, Terrell Suggs are going to be hanging out for different interviews on the Ravens walk. They're going to be doing flyovers, all kinds of stuff. And uh, this is exactly what you want if you're a fan, I would think. We'll wait on the jersey combinations. I know a lot of folks. Is that is that listed there? It's not. It, it's I got it. I, listen, I don't know what the rules are of how many alternate jerseys and all that you can wear in the playoffs, but if, as long as it's within the rules, it's got to be black on black. You would think a lot of people are pushing for that hard, so we'll see what they choose to do. And and they're you got to love the lead up too, right? They're probably wait every every day 
has sort of been a different reveal. So wouldn't be surprised yep. if that comes later today or Friday. But it's a 3 o'clock kickoff. I'm going to be out at the BMAR Roundtown tailgate. Looking forward to that. As always, we'll have Dennis Pitta. We'll have Todd Heap. We'll have Chris McAllister. We'll have, gosh, Jamie Sharper. Um, it's a who's who. And so uh, that's exactly what you want it to be. Super fired up about it. And then, of course, you and I will be doing our post-game show as soon as the press conferences wrap up, which should come somewhere, I don't know, 6 or 7 o'clock. I, we'll I need see. Ray. I need Ray to come out of the tunnel. I need Ed to come out of it. I want I want the Bane mask from Terrell Suggs. I want, I you want, want it all. You want it all. I want it all. Give it all to me. Now, don't take away from the current players. Do that all before the players come out. But I want it all. Good. This place is going to be rocking. This place ah. is going to be rocking. It's going to be absolutely rocking. Shout out Spencer Schultz. This guy is like facilitating tickets to make sure that butts gets in, get in seats. Mm, and I saw that. The, the amount of facilitation this guy is doing, friend of the show, Ravens for Dummies on Twitter, has been something else. I can't imagine. This guy's got a day job, by the way. I have no clue how he's keeping them happy. But all power to you, Spenny. All right. Keep it in the family. Jim Harbaugh, according to Jordan Schultz, currently scheduled to interview and did interview on Wednesday with the Falcons for a second time. Boy, you talk about casting a wide net. The way they were reporting it, it sounded like that LA deal was done, but maybe they're maybe they're not giving him what he wants. So he's like, all right, let me go check back over here. This is awfully interesting to see how wide of a net that Atlanta is casting. With Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh being in the in the you know, in the mix there, it's, it should be interesting to see what kind of decision process they've ultimately come to. But as Jordan notes, he's also, like you said, been in L.A., continuing to have serious discussions about the possibility of joining the Chargers as Michigan also continues its push to keep him. And based on the reports <laughs> of what Michigan has offered him to keep him around, it's a pretty, pretty penny. So it's could a good imagine, day to be. Could you imagine being so wanted at the top level of what you do, Bobby? Could you imagine, like, could you imagine CBS and ESPN and NBC all coming to you and being like, hey, be our play-by-play? -play. Like, to be the best where everybody wants you, my goodness, he's good. It's a good time to be a part of the Harbaugh family. It's a good time to be a part of the Harbaugh's, like, just straight up. But within the Harbaugh tree, or at least he once was, not so much. The <laughs> Dolphins and defensive coordinator Vic Fangio have mutually agreed to part ways. Miami obviously collapsed in a number of different capacities down the stretch of the season, coughed up that lead in the division, and ultimately were not good enough well, in the postseason. You give 56 points up to the Ravens. They're going to cut it. I'm not going to cut, cut it. it. Player safety, though, Vic. Hey, yeah, well, <laughs> check out this player's safety. Look at Patrick Queen. He's got the visor, <laughs> the dark visor with the purple. That is, listen, I don't get into the fashion tweets as much because I've got very little of it, but that is sick. That right there. And then next to him, just love this, the rookie and the vet, Zay and OBJ out at practice together. Just always the beaming smile. And then like the, the, I'm like, I'm, I, I know who I am kind of smirk from OBJ. Love those two together. And then finally to wrap up these quick hits and I do got to run. I love this story from Jonas Schaefer of the Baltimore banner. He does this whole thing about story on how Mike McDonald has corny jokes, the dad jokes, and he's only got like seven or eight of them and his players call him on it. So I love this quote from Mike. He goes, my theory is the first time you hear them, the jokes, it's going to be good. The next 20 times you hear them, it's probably going to be bad.
But then the 21st time, it becomes so redundant that it becomes funny again. I, I know that. I know that strategy. It's been around, and it actually does work. Too funny. Another note as well, this just happened while we were recording. The Bengals have their replacement for Brian Callahan. Remember, he's their offensive coordinator who just took the Tennessee job at head coach. Looks like they're hiring, according to Ian Rappaport, they're going to hire within. So quarterbacks coach Dan Pitcher is going to get the promotion. And so he'll now be um, he'll, he'll now be the next offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. So a quick little change there. And a couple notes for you. If you need to go, Sarah, go ahead. Coming right, up on not. Friday. Okay, sounds good. We will talk. Have Appreciate you. We'll, we'll mm -hmm. catch up soon. So <laughs> soon, as in like literally probably tonight. Um, couple notes. The Friday State of the Ravens that we're doing, we've set it for noon Eastern from 12 to 2 on Friday, January 26th. So we will be leading you into championship weekend. There's going to be plenty of content. Looking forward to having you across all of our platforms later that night from 6 to 8 at Twain's Tavern here in Baltimore, outside of Baltimore. I'll be doing another live stream. There's going to be Ravens like Ben Cleveland and Ed Dixon and some other folks that are dropping by. So looking forward to that. And then, gosh, uh, pregame is on Sunday from 10 to 2 at Be More Around Town. I'm not going to be there the entire time, but would love for you to join us. And then postgame, of course, as always, Sarah and I will be starting the show as soon as the press conferences finish up so with that i'm gonna go ahead and jump you guys are the best we appreciate you for being with us here inside the vault if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the vault on youtube and across all audio only platforms and be on the lookout for more content coming up this week it is going to be a jam-packed one and we're just maximizing the moment hope you are as well talk to you soon